0: You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show coming right up with Gavin Walker. the resounding thump of uh, Elvin Jones' drums on our theme song, we uh, bring you into the month of uh, August and our first show in August. My name's Gavin Walker. This is The Jazz Show on CITR. And we welcome you. And tonight is the beginning of a new format. And basically the new format is to, um, immediately after... I chat about it for a few minutes. The jazz feature. And over the years we've always had the jazz feature shortly after eleven o'clock. And I've noticed that a lot of people um retire early. They have to work the following day uh or do something. And eleven o'clock is a little bit too late. So a lot of people miss the uh miss the feature. And also, um, I usually talk about it at the beginning of the show and then play something else. And it, it, it can get a little, uh, for people just tuning in, it can get a little confusing. First of all, I'm talking about the feature, and then all of a sudden I'm talking about the first thing I'm going to play on the show. And it, it can sometimes lead to a little bit of uh, uh, fuzziness. So this way... Um, in the early part of the show, everybody who does tune in right at nine o'clock, and a lot of people do, um, we do the feature, and of course, it's usually uh, it's an album featuring a, a single artist or a full album. Uh, it could be it could be uh, several artists, and of course, is the album uh, always featuring some kind of different uh, styles of jazz music, and there are lots of. Different styles of jazz, of course, and uh, that's what the feature is all about. And uh, from now on, we're going to do the feature right at the beginning of the show, so that's what we're going to talk about right now. The feature is tonight, very special one, and it's um, definitely uh, Canadian, and it's also featuring a female. Band leader, her name Christine Jensen. Christine is an extremely fine alto and soprano saxophonist, and she is from um, Vancouver Island. She's from Nanaimo. Her older sister Ingrid is one of the world's leading jazz trumpeters. Um, Christine and Ingrid, of course, uh, got their love of jazz music and and music beyond what. People normally hear on the radio uh, from their parents. And of course, uh, there must be something in the water over there because uh, Diana Krall is from that area as well. And look at what she's done. She's become a superstar. Anyway, the Jensen sisters are certainly very prominent on the jazz scene. Uh, and Ingrid, of course, uh, her older sister lives in New York with her hus- husband, John Wicken, an extremely fine drummer. Christine. Uh, decided after sort of doing her apprenticeship gigs on the island in Vancouver and around uh, to head to Montreal and enter the Faculty of Jazz Studies at McGill University. And of course she uh, graduated with honors and uh, she's now based in the city of Montreal and has really made a name for herself Not necessarily as an instrumentalist, she can hold her own that way, but as a composer and bandleader. Now that's a a much heavier um, load to carry uh, and and to write for a huge orchestra. This album that we're going to uh, play this evening uh, won the Juno Award for Best um, Large Jazz Ensemble. And it is the Christine Jensen Jazz Orchestra. And she wrote all of the pieces on this album. And, of course, in the band are the cream of the crop of Montreal-based musicians. And it's a huge orchestra and a huge undertaking uh, that, uh, that Christine did. Uh, all of this was recorded uh, in Montreal in 2013. And, of course, it was submitted to the Junos and one hands down. The album is called Habitat, and um, one can listen to this as uh, um, a continuous suite. There are six uh, different movements, or listen to it as six individual pieces with different moods and different intentions. And uh, I think that's what Christine meant. This is a very, very well-programmed album. And I'll run down the personnel in the band. You're going to recognize some of the names, and other names will may not mean too much to you. But um, there are a whole bunch of saxophonists, and I'll start with uh, Donnie Kennedy, who plays lead alto, soprano saxophone, and flute. Uh, and then Eric Hove on alto saxophone and flute. Joel Miller, tenor saxophone and clarinet. And one of the great soloists of the band is Chet Doxas, on tenor saxophone and clarinet, and you'll hear a lot of him uh, on this set. Uh, Samuel Blais is on baritone saxophone and clarinet. Then on trombones, my good friend David Grott is on lead trombone. Second trombonist is Jean-Nicolas Trottier, and the third trombone is Mohammed Abdul Al-Kabir. On bass trombone, Bob Ellis and on tuba and euphonium, euphonium is kind of a, a, a tuba that uh, hasn't been uh, sanforized, so it, it, it shrunk, and that's what it is. It looks like a small tuba, and it's used in marching bands, but it's a very effective instrument, and Dave Martin plays both the tuba and the euphonium. Then trumpets, uh, Jocelyn Couture on lead trumpet, Bill Meyer on trumpet, Dave Mossing on trumpet, Aaron Doyle, and Ingrid Jensen is on uh, several tracks on this album as trumpet soloist. On piano, John Roney. On electric guitar, Ken Bibas. And operate bass, a very well-known Montreal bassist, Fraser Hollins. And on drums, doing a, a remarkable job, is Richard Irwin. And uh, that is a rundown of the personnel of the band. We'll get to the music. We open with a piece uh, entitled Tree Lines, and it features Ingrid Jensen, uh, Christine's sister, on trumpet, and uh, Donnie Kennedy on alto saxophone. Two number two is entitled Tumble Down, and it features Joel Miller on tenor saxophone and Jean Nicolas Trottier on trombone. Two number three is called Blue Yonder, featuring Samuel Bla on baritone saxophone and Richard Irwin on drums. Then I think my favorite track is track number four, and it's called Nishiu, and that features a, a wonderfully spacey and adventurous tenor saxophone solo by Chet Doxas, and then uh, a tune which um, is called Intersection. Of course, that's very (laughs) urban-sounding, featuring Joel Miller on tenor saxophone, Fraser Holland on bass, uh, Eric Hove on alto, uh, John Roney on piano, Richard Irwin on drums, and Ingrid Jensen on trumpet. That's Intersection. Track number five. The final tune is called Sweet Adelphi. And on here, we hear the Jensen sisters. Ingrid on trumpet and Christine picks up the soprano saxophone and solos on the final piece. So that's it. That's basically um, going to be our jazz feature and the first music that you'll hear on the program. We've got lots more uh, after the jazz feature, as a matter of fact, um, I will tell you that uh, after the jazz feature, we'll, we'll be doing a little celebration on a very special birthday today. A lot of people d- don't realize that it is officially today Louis Armstrong's birthday. I know the myth has been perp- uh, uh, perpetrated over the years that he was born on July fourth. Wrong. Um, they, they they found some documents and so on, and his. Actual day of birth is today, August 4th, so we'll be celebrating that later on. But right now, the jazz feature, Christine Jensen Jazz Orchestra, Juno Award-winning album, Habitat. So sit back and enjoy this one. ¶¶ jazz feature this evening, and it was a long one, um, and deservedly long. This album, which we heard in its completion, um, won the 2014 Juno Award for Large Jazz Ensemble. And uh, the orchestra was the Christine Jensen Jazz Orchestra, Montreal-based, And The album was entitled Habitat, and it featured six compositions written by Christine and performed by this uh, hugely talented orchestra. And of course, her her music and her style reflects her um, studies and inspiration uh, from people like Bob Brookmeyer, Maria Schneider, and Gil Evans and uh, she combines all of that into her own concept and is definitely a major uh, writer in, in this particular idiom. The um, six compositions, you can listen to them either way as a continuous suite or as individual moods and, uh, and different, uh, bringing out different aspects of the music. But uh, just to go over the, um, the tunes once again. The album was recorded in Montreal in 2013, the latter part of the um, year. And, of course, she assembled this uh, huge orchestra. I gave you the full personnel at the beginning, but we'll just run down the uh, tunes and the soloists. And um, the first piece of music was entitled Tree Lines and it featured Christine's uh, older sister, Ingrid, one of the leading jazz trumpet players in the world today, and alto saxophonist Donnie Kennedy. Then uh, the second tune was entitled Tumble Down and featured uh, Joel Miller on tenor saxophone and Jean-Nicolas Trottier on trombone. Blue Yonder was tune number three, and that featured Samuel Blais, on baritone saxophone and Richard Irwin on drums, who did an enormous job on this. Um, tune number four, I think, was is my favorite track of the whole album because of the soloist on there and the the tune. Uh, the composition is called Nishiu, and it uh, reflects a personal journey stemming from a political movement in January uh, 2013. Six Cree youth walked. 1,500 kilometers from their native community in northern Quebec to Ottawa to um, come there for the Idle No More protest that took off in Canada in 2012. And this was inspired by the uh, lengthy hunger strike of uh, Chief um, Teresa Spence. And this inspired Christine to write this piece of music. Nishio, it's called, and the soloist on that was the wonderful Chet Doxas on tenor saxophone. The next tune actually was um, a portrait of one of the great streets in Montreal. Anyone who has lived there knows the main. It's, of course, St. Lawrence Boulevard, but it's known as the main because it is the street that divides Montreal between East and East and west, much like Ontario Street here in Vancouver uh, does. But the main is a legendary street full of uh, restaurants, culture, and uh, architecture. Unbelievable. Anyway, intersection is tune number five, and that's a portrait of St. Lawrence, Maine. And featured Joel Miller on tenor saxophone, Fraser Hollins on bass, Eric Hove on alto saxophone, um, John Roney on piano Richard Irwin once again on drums and Sister Ingrid on trumpet. The final tune was entitled Sweet Adelphi and uh, we finally heard Christine Jensen on soprano saxophone taking uh, a wonderful solo on that along with her sister Ingrid on trumpet. The two Jensen sisters. And so ends the jazz feature this evening and our first one uh, beginning at 9 o'clock. This will be a... um, A definite uh, uh, change in our programming. The feature will always be the first music heard after our theme and spoken introduction to the jazz show. And I got a couple of calls this evening saying, yeah, great and uh, good move. So I'm very happy and I'm very thankful for those those calls that came in saying that uh, this definitely was a good move. So... Hope you enjoyed the music and the, the new format. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9. My name's Gavin Walker, and we're here every Monday night with some of the very best in jazz music. And uh, after a couple of uh, announcements and so on, we're going to come back and celebrate the birthday of the great pioneer of jazz music, the man who was the first great soloist in music and did so much for uh, jazz music and the world. I'm talking about Louis Armstrong. Today, August 4th, is his official birthday. And uh, for years it was perpetrated that uh, he was born on the 4th of July. But, uh, uh uh-uh. August 4th is his birthday, and it's today, so we'll be celebrating with a little bit of his music and a little bit of his contribution to uh, uh, jazz and music in general. Louis Armstrong. We'll be right back.
1: UBC's Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources.
0: For a taste of the classics with a twist, join me, Marguerite, with Classical Chaos, Sunday mornings starting at 9 right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver, Canada. Got a lot of good things to say about the weather. Uh, I think it's quite wonderful. I know some people are sort of saying, oh, it's kind of hot and all this sort of stuff. No, the weather's been just great. And it, you know, it doesn't last that long. It'll be gone before you know it. So get out and appreciate it. It's, it's a, a real treat. Um, with weather like this, you can, even if uh, you can't afford a holiday, you can uh, spend time in Vancouver, and it's, it's almost like going away for a holiday because it's so beautiful and and uh, so warm and, and fun, and this kind of weather is just great. Tonight is clear with a low of 15. Tomorrow will be mainly sunny with a low of 15 and highs between 24 and 27. Uh, Wednesday will be sunny once again, 15, 23, uh, the low and high. Thursday is a mix of sun and cloud, maybe some of that high kind of a hazy cloud that we get, but basically it's going to be a beautiful day, a mix of sun and cloud on Thursday with a low of 15 and a high of 23, a little bit of a downturn for Friday, they're calling for cloudy weather, I guess the system is going to blow through with a 30% chance of a shower, not much, but a low of 16 and a high of 21, then back to sunny for the weekend, for Saturday and Sunday, with lows between 14 and highs between 23 and 25. So, there you be. So, get out and enjoy it while you can. All right. Today is um, a very interesting day because it is the official birthday of Louis Armstrong. And, um, of course, he is one of the pioneers, not only of American music, um, but one of the great jazz pioneers as well. And Louis Armstrong... Of course, uh, sang, played the played the trumpet, led uh, uh, was an ambassador. Um, He was born in New Orleans in 1901, and uh, died at his home in uh, Corona, New York, July 6, 1971. And of course, he was he was an icon. We're just going to play a select few recordings by Louis Armstrong, but I think one of the most important ones goes back to 1928. And this is a duet with Louis Armstrong on trumpet and Earl Hines, Earl Father Hines on piano. This is one of the most important jazz records in the world, and I defy anyone to ever equal Louis Armstrong's trumpet solo. It has never been duplicated. Um, It's just... It set the standards for jazz trumpet. And everybody from uh, Roy Eldridge, Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, um, Wynton Marcellus, Nicholas Payton, all the trumpet players, Freddie Hubbard, they listened to this and learned from it. And uh, this really put uh, not only Louis Armstrong on the map, in terms of uh, being the first great jazz soloist, but uh, revolutionized music. So we take you back to 1928 for this uh, duet. It's called Weatherbird. And uh, then we're going to follow that with a tune, uh, with a, well, a title that uh, I suppose everybody can understand. It's called Muggles. And, of course, that's a a little slang for um, something that you smoke. And uh, that features Louis Armstrong and Earl Hines, but uh, with a, a band, including Fred Robinson on trombone, uh, Jimmy Strong on clarinet, and um, Manzi Carr on banjo, and Zooty Singleton on drums. So uh, two tunes from, uh, that were done in Chicago in December of 1928. We start out with the great pioneering Tune called Weatherbird. two tunes from 1928, recorded in Chicago. The first one, of course, was uh, this incredible duet with uh, Lewis on trumpet, of course, and Earl Father Hines on piano. And, of course, one of the most famous tunes in uh, the Armstrong repertoire. And uh, that was revolutionary music of the time, and still is, and recorded December 5th, 1928. And a couple of days later, they added some more people to uh, the band. Earl Hines was still playing piano, and we heard Fred Robinson on trombone, Jimmy Strong on clarinet, Manzie Carr on banjo, and Zootie Singleton on drums, and, of course, Lewis uh, on trumpet, and Earl Hines on piano. And that was a slow blues entitled Muggles. Louis Armstrong and his orchestra. Now we're going to move ahead many, many years, to um, 1957. And uh, Louis Armstrong and Oscar Peterson together, the great Canadian pianist, with the Herb Ellis on guitar, Ray Brown on bass, Louis Belson, Louis Belson on drums, and, of course, Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, is going to sing and he's going to play the trumpet for you. And we're going to deliver some tunes for you that they did uh, on this recording session for... Norman Grant's. And we begin uh, with a tune by Harold Arland and uh, Ted Kohler called Let's Fall in Love. And then uh, the next tune we're going to hear is a great Harold Arland tune. Of course, my mama done told me, Blues in the Night. And uh, we're going to follow that with um, a Gershwin tune called I Was Doing All Right. And We're going to end the um, Louis Armstrong, Oscar Peterson segment with uh, a great tune by uh, Cole Porter called Just One of Those Things. So here then, Oscar Peterson on piano, Louis Armstrong on vocal and trumpet, Herb Ellis on guitar, Ray Brown on bass, and Louis Belson on drums. And we begin with Let's Fall in Love.
1: Yes, let's fall in love. Why shouldn't we fall in love? Our hearts are made of it. Let's take a chance. Why be afraid of it? Baba Dutin, let's close our eyes and make our own paradise. Little we know of it Still we can try To make a go of it Oh baby We Might have been meant For each other To be Or not to be Let our hearts Discover Let's fall in love Why shouldn't we Fall in love Now is the time for it While we're young, let's fall in love. Paradise, little we know of it, still we cannot try to make a go of it. Oh, baby, we might have been meant for each other to be or not to be. Let our hearts discover, sweet mama. Oh, baby, let's fall in love. Why shouldn't we fall in love? Now is the time while we're young. Let's fall in love. My mama done told me when I was in knee pants. My mama done told me, son. Yes, woman, sweet talk can give you the big eye But when the sweet talking is done, a woman's a two-face, a worrisome thing to leave you singing the blues in the night. Nah. Falling. Yeah, the train a calling woo-wee. My mama done told me. Yeah, that lonesome whistle wind across to trestle, woo-wee. Yes, my mama done told me. Ah, woo-wee, da, woo-wee. All clickety-clang easy echoing Back to blues In the night The evening breeze will Start The trees Crying in the Moon Light is light When you get The blues in the night Boy, take my word The mocking voice sing the saddest kind of song mm, He knows things are wrong And Ride. By two by Piotes and all, from Natchez to Mobile, from Memphis to Saint Joe, wherever the four winds blow. Yes, I've been to big towns. or oh, it made some big talk. But there's one thing I know. Our woman's a two faced our worrisome thing, who leave you singing the blues in the night. just a mobile from Memphis to St. Joe wherever the four winds blow yeah boy I've been to some big towns yeah dug them all and heard me some big talk too but there's one thing I know yes a woman's a two-faced or worry something will leave you singing the blues in the night. Oh, well, my lowlights. My mama, yeah. My mama was right. There's a blue- oh, blues every night. I was doing all right. Nothing but rainbows in my skies. I was. As apple pie Never noticed the rain Till you came by But now Whenever you awake Can't sleep nights And suffer all day I just sit and wonder If love isn't one big thunder But when you hold me tight Tingling all through I feel somehow I was doing alright But I'm doing better than ever ever you wake, can't sleep nights and not up all day I just sit and wonder if love isn't one a big blunder but when you hold me tight tingling all through I feel somehow I was doing all right but i'm doing a little better than ever It was just one of those things Just one of those craziest flings One of those bells that now and then rings Just one of those things It was just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights a trip to the moon oh, Got some wings Just one of those things If we thought a bit Of the end of it When we started painting the town We'd have been aware That our love affair Was too hot Not to cool down So goodbye dear Amen. Years open, we meet now and then. It was great fun. It was just one of those things. Yes, just one of those things. Mama, just one of those crazy slings. One of those bells that now and then rings. It's just one of those things. Oh, mm, one of those nights. Just one of those fabulous flights. Our trip the moon on gossamer wings Mama's just one of those things Lord. If we thought a bit of the end of it, we started painting the town Babe, we have been aware that our love affair was too hot not to cool down So goodbye, dear Amen. Yes, open with me now and then. It was fake fun, but it's just uh, one of those things.
0: A whole bunch of tunes, standard tunes from the Great American Songbook, sung and played by Louis Armstrong, and I think that most people would realize that his singing is essentially the same thing as his trumpet playing—the phrasing, the choice of notes, uh, and and everything. A lot of people would say, "Well, his singing is one thing, all the growly voice stuff." It isn't. It's exactly the same as his trumpet playing, and I think this this record demonstrates it more than anything else. But we heard uh, four tunes from this wonderful session with. Um, Louis Armstrong meets the Oscar Peterson quartet With of course uh, the great Oscar Peterson at the piano Herb Ellis on guitar, Ray Brown on bass And Louis Belson on drums And the tunes we heard We opened with Harold Arlen's Let's Fall in Love And we followed that with another Harold Arlen composition Called Blues in the Night My Mama Done Told Me and then uh, George and Ira Gershwin tune, a lovely thing called I Was Doing All Right. And the final tune, of course, was Cole Porter's famous Just One of Those Things. We're celebrating um, a small celebration of Louis Armstrong's birthday, which is today. He was born in 1901 on this day in New Orleans. And we have one more Louis Armstrong uh, selection to play for you. This is a very special event because this is Louis Armstrong's All-Stars appearing with the Symphony Orchestra conducted by none other than Leonard Bernstein. And it's the louis on Stadium Symphony Orchestra along with Louis Armstrong's All-Stars. And a gentleman named Alfredo Antonini wrote a Concerto Grosso arrangement of W.C. Handy's St. Louis Blues. And in the audience that night was the composer of that piece, W.C. Handy. And we're going to listen to the Louis Armstrong All-Stars with this big symphony orchestra. And the people involved in the All-Stars of the time, this was recorded uh, in New York in 1976, or 1956 on July 14th. And Louis Armstrong, of course, is playing the trumpet. One of my favorite clarinet players, Edmund Hall, is there, along with Trummy Young, he's an old friend, on trombone. Billy Kyle on piano. Dale Jones on bass, and Barrett Deems on drums. Those were the gentlemen that made up the Louis Armstrong All-Stars. So here is W.C. Handy's St. Louis Blues as arranged by Alfredo Antonini, Louis Armstrong, and Symphony Orchestra conducted by Leonard Bernstein. that his most honored ambition is being fulfilled tonight in playing with the New York Philharmonic. I should say that it is rather we on the longer-haired side of the fence who are honored in that when we play the St. Louis Blues, we are only doing a blown-up imitation of what he does. And what he does is real and true and honest and simple and even noble. Every time this man puts his trumpet to his lips, even to practice three notes, he does it with his whole soul. This is a dedicated man, and we are honored. Uh,
1: I'd like to say uh, thanks very much to Mr. Boydstein and uh, this is the first time playing with the symphony orchestra, and as we cats say, it gets me, man, it gets me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks to Mr. Handy for being our guest this evening, because I've been playing his music for a long time. And thanks, ladies and gentlemen, I just don't know what. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of the great moments in Louis Armstrong's life was uh, this event that you just heard. And, of course, the Concerto Grosso uh, on the St. Louis Blues, arranged by Alfredo and Antonini. And, of course, featuring the Louis Armstrong All-Stars, I said it was with the Louis-On Symphony Orchestra, actually with the New York Philharmonic, under the direction of the inimitable maestro Leonard Bernstein. And uh, of course, the Louis Armstrong All Stars. Just, it's funny hearing the symphony orchestra trying to trying to swing this big behemoth of a or, uh, of an orchestra. And then when the when the All Stars begin to play, they they show the orchestra really where it's at. And of course, the people involved: uh, Louis Armstrong, of course, on trumpet; uh, the wonderful Trummy Young on trombone; and uh, Edmund Hall on clarinet; Billy Kyle on piano. Dale Jones on bass, and Barrett Deems on drums. And, of course, the New York Philharmonic under the direction of Leonard Bernstein. And uh, this momentous event in Lewis's life um, took place in, as I said, New York City in uh, July of 1956. So, our tribute to this incredible musician, icon, ambassador, for music and goodwill, and someone who changed the world, really. Without Louis Armstrong, the world would be a a pretty dreary place, and his contributions to music are still being felt today. Louis Armstrong. All right, you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR. My name's Gavin Walker, and CITR, of course, is 101.9 on your dial, or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Just a a brief uh, mention of a couple of uh, websites that are um, important to jazz. Um, One of them, of course, is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, and that's coastaljazz.ca. They have a very comprehensive website. And the other one is one that I mention so often because it is probably um, one of the most comprehensive websites uh, on jazz music um, as it pertains to uh, our resident scene here in Vancouver. Uh, There are musical um, musicians' biographies on there. There's uh, mentions um, about uh, jazz on the air in which we put our jazz features up there. Uh, there's all kinds of links on VancouverJazz.com, and that's put together and kept up to date by the redoubtable Mr. Brian Nation. So that's VancouverJazz.com. And uh, anything you want to know about uh, jazz music, especially uh, what's happening here in Vancouver, that's a good site to go on to, and Brian keeps keeps it up to date with all the all the little gigs that are happening and all the places where jazz music is heard in Vancouver, and uh, you can uh, check it out, VancouverJazz.com. And of course, my good friend Ken Speller, he's the guy that does repair work on uh, musical instruments, specifically saxophones, flutes, clarinets, and if you're a pro, amateur, student, whatever, uh, you owe it to yourself to keep your instrument in good shape, and uh, Mr. Ken Speller, is a guy to do it. He has his own repair shop right from his home, so he doesn't have the store overhead to worry about. And he's a musician himself, and an excellent one. He's a wonderful saxophonist and flutist, clarinetist, knows all about that, and um, can fix your instrument up, whether it needs a little tweak or a full overhaul or or a major tune-up. Um, it's really necessary for you to sound the best you can, and you can only do that if your instrument is in good shape. So there you go. And Ken Speller is located in North Vancouver. He's at the 13th and Lonsdale area. Uh, he has an email, which is kspeller, K-S-P-E-L-L-E-R underscore 14 at yahoo.ca. kspeller underscore 14 at yahoo.ca. And uh, he has a telephone as well, which is uh, 778, <laughs> I have to look it up as a matter of fact, so if you just uh, hang on for two seconds, I can uh, retrieve uh, Ken's phone number, it momentarily um, slipped my mind, it's a phone number that I can usually memorize, alright, here it is, it's 778-800-1933, 778 it's amazing that I can remember the email but I can't remember the phone number. Who the hell remembers phone numbers anymore, right? We've got them all programmed in our in our telephones and uh I guarantee you could probably forget your own phone number. Anyway, <laughs> there it, there it is. So, Ken Speller. Um good man to know. Here's some music. Some of my favorite uh, a lot of Cannonball Adderley's music was recorded live. He loved doing live uh, performances and uh, really made a, a, um, established his reputation by his live recordings. And um, Cannonball told me that he preferred that. Uh, he even did studio recordings but insisted that they invite a studio audience there. So basically they were live recordings in a recording studio. You know, they set up tables and refreshments and food and all this kind of, and have an invited audience. And a lot of his recordings were like that. And, of course, most of them were in nightclubs. However, this date, which took place in Chicago, March the 29th, 1960, is some of my favorite Cannonball Adderley done in a studio. I like the ambience, the sound of this particular studio, um, whatever it is, wherever it was in Chicago, it sounds different from the New York studios. I don't know, maybe just the particular recording engineer. They, they capture the band so beautifully, and Cannonball um, and the band play, play so wonderfully. And it's his quintet with Cannonball Adderley, Julian Adderley on alto saxophone, Brother Nat on cornet, Barry Harris on piano. He had just replaced Bobby Timmons, and Barry was with the band for several months. Great, great pianist, the disciple of Bud Powell. Uh, Sam Jones on bass, and of course, Louis Hayes on drums. We're going to hear the first ever version of Nat Adderley's anthem, Work Song. Tune number two is another wonderful composition that uh, was a big hit with the band at the time, written by pianist Duke Pearson, the tune Janine. Then we hear a a ballad, Robin and Ranger's great tune played beautifully by Cannonball Adderley called Easy Living. Nice arrangement of that tune. Then we get to some blues as the final track, and it's called Them Dirty Blues. Julian Cannonball Adderley and his quintet. I Them Dirty Blues. This was um, from a Riverside album of the same name, and it was recorded actually with uh, two different editions of the Cannonball Adderley Quintet. And we heard the, the newer edition uh, with Barry Harris on piano. He had just replaced uh, Bobby Timmons, who went back to um, rejoin Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers, and Barry was his replacement. And these four tracks that we heard were recorded in Chicago on March the 29th, 1960. And some of my very favorite studio recordings by the Cannonball Adderley Quintet with the great master of the alto saxophone, Julian Adderley, Brother Nat on cornet, Barry Harris, as I mentioned, on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Lewis Hayes on drums. And the tunes we heard um, the first one was the very first uh, recorded incarnation of uh, Nat Adderley's most famous composition, The Work Song. And that was followed by a composition by Duke, pianist Duke Pearson that the band adopted, and a great tune, which was a big hit for the band at the time, a tune called Janine. And then we heard a great arrangement and uh, alto saxophone solo of uh, a wonderful old standard called Easy Living by Robin and Ranger. And the final tune was uh, put together by Julian and Brother Nat, and it was called Them Dirty Blues. And of course, uh, really reflected the um, influence of Charlie Parker. And uh, very interesting, lovely ensemble work as well, and just a, a great feel the Cannonball Adderley Quintet, Julian Adderley, one of the great voices of the alto saxophone. We're going to uh, close the show this evening with two pieces by a very rare album by the George Russell Sextet. This is one of my favorite bands, and uh, this is called, the, the album came out on Decca, and it was called the George Russell Sextet in Kansas City. Well, it wasn't recorded in Kansas City. It was recorded in New York, after they came back from a, a two-week gig in Kansas City. And so I guess, you know, that's what happened. Uh, it was recorded February twenty-third, 1961. This was a band that is so ahead of its time. Uh, it's a very contemporary-sounding band, and it involves, uh, of course, the leader, uh, one of the great theorists and masters of, um, of modern jazz, George Russell on piano, um, he arranged uh, the two tunes we're going to hear. And, of course, his concept of the band is, uh, is uniquely his own. Don Ellis is on trumpet. Uh, Dave Young, wonderful uh, tenor saxophonist, uh, obviously Coltrane-influenced, but uh, had his own thing happening. Lesser-known player, but excellent. On trombone, the great David Baker, who, of course, became one of the most prominent jazz educators um, Anyway, his unique trombone style is on here. Uh, Chuck Israels on bass, who uh, was the head of the um, jazz studies program at Western Washington University for many, many, many years, and very fine bass player, and a wonderfully uh, and very underrated drummer um, named Joe Hunt. And uh, that's the band, the George Russell Sextet. We're going to hear two tunes to close the show. The first one was written by Dave Baker. And I love this tune. It's called Wargiewesen. And whatever that means in Germany, in German, I don't know. <laughs> there you go, Wargiewesen. And the second tune was written by Eddie Vinson, a great blues saxophonist. The tune is often attributed to Miles Davis, but he didn't write the tune. Um, no, it was Eddie Vinson that wrote it, and the tune is called Tune Up. And uh, two versions, or two Great tunes to close the show by the George Russell Sextet, beginning with Wargy Wesson. Thank you. from a rare album called the George Russell Sextet in Kansas City. Um, as I said, it came out on Decca Records. It wasn't recorded in Kansas City. They they, play, they had played a two-week gig there. They were fresh off the gig, went right into the recording studio in New York City and recorded the album. So the band was hot, and we heard two tunes by the George Russell Sextet. And, of course, the great theorist, composer, um, leader, arranger, pianist, George Russell. And um, Don Ellis on trumpet, Dave Young on tenor saxophone, David Baker on trombone, Chuck Israels on bass, and Joe Hunt on drums. And we heard two tunes from this album. The first one was uh, written by David Baker, the trombonist, and was called War Gawesson. And the second tune, of course, was Tune Up, written by Eddie Cleanhead Vinson, sometimes appropriated, uh, well, it was appropriated by Miles Davis, so he, a lot of times he got the composer credit, but Eddie Vinson wrote the tunes called Tune Up, and a very fast, up-tempo version of that tune. And two great performances by the legendary George Russell sextet. And Mr. Russell... As I said, one of the great theorists in jazz. He wrote a book which is still used. It was used by people like Coltrane, Eric Dolphy, Ornette Coleman. They all studied out of the book called The Lydian Concept of Tonal Organization. And it's still used in music schools. George Russell. All right, that's it for the jazz show this evening. A little extended version. And we'll be back next week. Once again, the jazz feature next week, opening the show. uh, The jazz feature is no longer at 11 o'clock. The jazz feature will be at the beginning of the show from now on. And uh, the jazz feature next week is a wonderful album called ESP. And it was the first recorded evidence of the new Miles Davis Quintet. They... um, Had done some recordings, but they hadn't been, uh, concert recordings, but they hadn't been released or issued. So no one heard this band unless they heard it live, of course. And they went into the studio in uh, January in Los Angeles uh, in January of 1965 and recorded this legendary album. And uh, it's a beautiful musical statement by Miles Davis And his second great quintet with Wayne Shorter on tenor saxophone, Herbie Hancock on piano, Ron Carter on bass, and Tony Williams on drums, and of course the inimitable Mr. Miles Davis on trumpet. That's going to be our jazz feature next week, so we hope that you can uh, join us. As I said, the feature will start right after our theme and initial announcement, and then we hit with the jazz feature right away. So that's the new policy of the jazz show. Thank you very much for being out there this evening, and we'll be back in seven days' time. You are listening to CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Take care. Bye-bye.